0: Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush.
1: Um, let's see. This yeah, what we- without further ado, here's the first topic today. Um, exiting a dead relationship. I have known for a while that it isn't going to get any better, and it's just hitting me that I can't do this anymore. It's so unfair because I do love my partner so much and we have a great life, but we just haven't had sex in two years. I feel so broken and sad, just looking for some words of guidance, optimism on how I should exit this. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, you've already made the decision, so just being honest about. What it is that you, you know, what it, what went wrong, and you know, you don't have to get into a finger pointing because I'm sure that there's, you know, it, it happens. You know, it falls on both sides, so you know it's not fair to finger point. You know, one finger pointing outwards, you got four finger pointing back. Always, forget, you know, don't forget that. You know, you're always there. It takes two, so
0: you know if you feel that.
1: Yep. So if you feel that, you know, it's all that it's, it's either, done, and just be honest with
0: it one partner's not listening to the needs of another or respecting or not listening to, like you say, love Mm -hmm. language. So all these things. So if we just had, again, more communication. So, so anyway, And I guess, you know, to, you know, to
1: determine how you're going to do it. I mean, I guess, you know, rip the mandate off. I mean, there's never going to be a good time. There's never going to be, you know, It is what it is. If you know that it's not going any further than the only person that you're hurting is both of you and yourself. You know, you have to love yourself enough to walk away from what's not right for you.
0: Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. thing. It's so hard, but it is the self-love thing. I know I did it in my relationship. I know you did it in yours. And we both, you know, because things, not a whole lot of closure and stuff, but sometimes you just there's not going to be the closure that you, Oh, that looks great. That looks good. Um, oh God, some we're that... not going to get the closure that we want. We're just not. And that still doesn't mean that we shouldn't not move on. We still need to move on because, and we have to work on the closure ourselves of the reason why it didn't work for us. When we make that decision that it's enough, we're moving on. And,
1: wow. I agree with that. I think that also, you know, just to add, you know, when you're thinking about a relationship, you know, you really can't dwell on their side. And finger pointing is fantastic and blaming. But at the end of the day, if you don't take accountability for what what went wrong in the relationship and your contribution to it, whether it was they didn't listen or, you know, they didn't do this or, you know, like they didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. Well, what did you do? You know, because that's a lot of they didn't. But what did you do? Exactly. And, you know, and if walking away and loving yourself and walking away is what needs to happen to make a change, well, you know, I'm a firm believer that what's meant to be will be.
0: Yes. And
1: if, you know, that relationship, you know, maybe that's what it means is a break to be like okay, I do really want to be a part of your life. I don't want to lose you. You know, let's work this out. And if this is important to you, well, we need to schedule play dates because it's important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just play dates, you know, but dates to communicate, not on a weekly or a monthly. Right. But just, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole, Tyler, you know, you
1: the whole thing you need to you need yeah. to be willing to have those hard conversations so that you can't, you know, you have to understand a relationship is it's a whole nother it's a whole nother job. You know, it takes it takes work. It's not it can't be all on part of one person and it can't be you know, it has and to it's be It's not
0: always going to be equal 50 50. No,
1: it's so. not. It's not always going to be your way. You know, sometimes, you know, there's got to be a lot of compromise on both parts. It can't be one person always compromising because that doesn't work. Right. Exactly. So. You exactly. Have to love, But at the end of the day, you have to love yourself and stand up for what you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. And here's the deal. You don't have to. You can stay miserable. I know lots of people that are miserable in relationships and say things oh, like, yeah. too much to get out. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. I don't believe in that. I think that it could be amicable. Um, I just do. I just have never, ever believed that it has to be that difficult, especially if you both just sit down and have a, you know, listen, it's not working. You're not happy. I'm not happy.
1: Why do you use change? Yeah. What do we need to change? What do we need to change to make it work? Do we want to make it work? And having that conversation and being honest about what it is that you both want. Yeah. It's because. not, it's never a one-sided, it's never a one-sided situation. Ever. No,
0: everyone has needs that need to be met. And yeah, so. needs, there's either, you know, there's some issues that have to be dealt with. And, you know, sometimes people are just not good fit matches. I do believe that, that some people are just not Good matches. Very true. Um, Either they're not in the same thinking of how they see life and one person is maybe having to lower their way of thinking and that's uncomfortable for some people if they're like, no, I think differently than that and that doesn't make me feel comfortable. So I think that it's okay to have that and if that's when your relationship changes because someone's not willing to come up to how we can manage together this issue, I think then it's time to just, you know, and I, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a horrible, angry, horrible situation, unless you make it that way, unless you right. have, you end, unless you're not nice and it just can be ended in a nice way to me. That's just how I believe. And I don't know. I know maybe people think, oh, that's unrealistic. And I don't agree. I don't think it is. And I think you could work with coaches like life coaches like yourself, life coach slash sex coach, you know, that you do. And, um, you know, there's so many things that you can do um, if you don't want to work with, you know, a therapist. Let's say I hear a lot. No, of absolutely. Yeah, you know, there's I don't always mean, not wanting to work with therapists. So you are yes. another option if people understood that life coach slash sex therapy coach, you know, all of that coaching together. I mean, hello. Yeah. So I think it's good that you can help people to understand some of the, how to get out of their relationship and not be so angry with each other. There shouldn't be pent up resentment and anger. It's, It's just over. It's done with.
1: Right. I mean, well, and you have to make the decision at some point, you know, do you want, is it worth it to you to stay in the relationship and make it work? Or is it just like, you know, no, I'm just not, there's nothing that can be done that that can be to fix it. And I don't want to do this anymore. And I just, you know, and walk away, but you need to come, but I agree with you. You need to come to that decision and it should be, you know, let it be amicable. Why does it have to get a, yeah, I you don't know. You've been together for however long, and at one point in time, you liked each other. At one point, so, you know, you liked each other enough to do things with each other. So
0: <laughs> I can't wait for you to get that contract up. That, not that contract, but that list of items. Remember, we were talking about you're you're going to put that list. You have a list, and I sent you some of mine, and we're going to put that list up on your site about you know. Things to talk about. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. Conversations, yes.
0: And a lot of people, it's it's a very comprehensive list that I saw that you have and I know I sent you mine and we can integrate that. And I think what a great way to have something, some kind of a document that you can use as a, hey, did we cover this? How are we going to do our finances? Who's going to pay for what? What happens if somebody... We have to file bankruptcy. What happens if, you know, someone's a gambler? Um, I see a lot of gamers. I mean, that would drive me absolutely batty. Mm-hmm. But I understand that we're in a whole new world, and so, you know, that's mm-hmm. why you shouldn't be with a gamer and expect him to be someone who wants to go out and do things. You should be right. with
1: a- they <laughs> he- have a different right. They have a different world. Yeah. Or they might be social. I mean, it just depends. But you have to understand that a good amount of their of their downtime is going to include gaming. It's gaming. You know, but that goes for whatever their hobby is. Because, you know, I will say, you know, with, um, you know, and just talking in terms of male-female relationships and talking about men in general. Men put a lot more emphasis on their hobbies and having hobbies women get lost in the taking care of the children and taking care of the house and making food and making food and cleaning up after the food. Laundry. And men, historically And men, historically speaking, they, you know, get to, you know, come home, you know, put their feet up, you know, have a beer, whatever, relax and decompress and, you know, when dinner's ready, it's ready, but they get, but more importantly, they get to have hobbies and they get to go, you know, they go golfing, they go fishing, they go, whatever it is that they are doing, they are doing those things and Mm -hmm. they make time for them.
0: So, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I would say that I was that person. I did not make time for any hobbies. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, I work full-time, so I, I get
1: all Exactly. So school. you work full-time, and then you have the children, and you were busy doing all of the stuff and being superwoman. You didn't have time for eat
0: I mean, all the – Who has time to go – who has time to go golfing? Right. right, or go to go out with girls. I mean, or really? To, yes. Or to – yes. energy to go out because they want to go out when the bars hop. And the bars start hopping between nine and ten, and I'm usually in bed by eight, eight thirty. Really? Right.
1: <laughs> I feel like the older I get, the truer that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my! I mean, not always. I mean, I can stay out, but I gotta, I gotta then go out at six, and then I can stay out. But I can't go out. Right. I know my friend and I have tried this. Like we go to bed. And we'll say, we're going to get up at nine, get ready and go out at 10. And every time that rolls around, I'll say, we never get up. (laughs) So, no, no, good intentions, but it just doesn't happen.
1: It's like the, you know, I would would liken that to the um, small cart theory at the grocery store. When you go in and you get the small cart because you're only getting a couple of items. And then, you know, next thing you know, you got this Tetris style thing. It's the same thing as going out to the bar with your girlfriends. You're only gonna go out for one. Those are the times when you end up, you know, bar clothes at the after bar, you know, strolling in a little and strolling in, you know, with one shoe on, one shoe off at, you know, three thirty, four o'clock.
0: Those are good times. Those are good. I mean
1: those are the best times, the unplanned times. Oh yes. So yes. anyways, we digressed a lot right there. But um anyways, rip the band-aid off. you talk you're, about your feelings.
0: I love your point though, that women don't have hobbies and we really need to encourage women to have their own hobbies. They, they need
1: have- to, you know, they need to figure out what it is that, you know, their life away from them. But you know, just they need to like everybody, both people should have separate lives away from each other. So when they come together you know, they can have their time together. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it works, you know, but it's not all up to one person to hold up their relationship either. Exactly. And yeah. if you're not feeling it any longer and you're not attracted to them any longer, well, then rip the Band-Aid off and tell them how you feel. Because at, at the end of the day, honesty is the best policy and living a lie
0: doesn't help your health. No, not at all. All right. Well, that was a good one. Thank you. Let's move on to our next one. Yes? Yes. I'm loving these. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, in the light of keeping... um... And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of Let's Talk About Sex. If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.